Lady Victim Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and I'm super excited, as always, about the night's topic. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, it appears. Um, but before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. We have the great Santiago in the building. Please great, say great, hello. Great, great, great. Hey, 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 everybody. How is everybody doing out there? Looking forward to this one. It's going to be a good one. Yes, absolutely. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about coronavirus. <laughs> Is it government-inspired mayhem, or should we just take it down a notch? I want to give our call-in number, but it looks like the way things are set up this evening, it's just going to be a conversation between Santiago and I, and potentially, you and I. if possible, <laughs> if possible, you we'll and have, I. yes, absolutely, we may mm. have the great beloved in the building. Um, okay. I want to read in with a little bit of this, okay, so from sold out supplies to conspiracy talk, we've seen it all in the last few days, I don't know about you, but it's been the top of right. the headlines all over my Facebook feed, my Instagram feed, my news feed, my Yahoo feed, everywhere I go, I'm faced with talks of coronavirus, right, or um, being presented in the media, in the news with corona talk. (laughs) Um, And I'm getting, I'm hearing a lot of everything. There's a lot of everything being heard. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the things, some of the, the most Noticeable and most prominent things that I'm noticing um, is the infamous, why are people buying so much toilet paper? Like, that was a thing. Like, that's literally a thing. People are sending me images of of bakers um, making cakes that look like toilet paper. I'm like, I don't (laughs) – I'm literally at a, a loss for words. But it makes sense to me. It literally makes sense to me why people would go and stock up on Toilet paper and other supplies that they may need. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know how it make, how you feel about it, but it act, it absolutely makes sense to me. So I'm just gonna go first, if you don't mind, um, Santiago. Well, yeah, I I I I don't know about the toilet paper thing. I've had issue with paper mm. ever since Trump went to Puerto <laughs> Rico and disrespected my people, throwing out paper towels and 
whatever. So I think he's he's in cahoots with all that somehow because uh, somehow he's making he's going to make some money off of this and maybe he has something to do with toilet paper because he is full of shit. Ah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. My my um, take on it is that let's let's face it. Let's look at how life has been um, for the past couple of years, couple of decades, right? Um, fear is a profitable business. I actually do believe that the coronavirus is doing exactly what they're saying is doing. It's spreading soon after um, it started getting really big. I even started, like, it's interesting how naturally just the change in seasons, I usually am a person who don't get sick often. When I do, I get sick maybe at the beginning of the change of seasons, right? So when it changes from summer to winter or summer to fall, you know, from fall to winter, um, from fall to winter, at those type of seasons, seasonal changes, I typically get sick around in that time. So lately, right. with hearing about the coronavirus, any symptoms that you feel, you start getting worried because, you know, the way they make the coronavirus sound is that it's potentially deadly. You don't want to play around with that. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want to play around with my health. I don't want to catch symptoms of anything. So in the grand scheme of things, I feel like, um, the coronavirus is doing exactly what it's saying that it's doing. Um, and it is something that we should all take serious. You should take your, your health serious. However, I do also believe that fear is a very profitable business. Um, and the reason I know this is because when you look at it, like every time we get a weather report, every time they make mention of it's about to be a tsunami, it's about to be a snowstorm, it's about to be – and sometimes it never pans out that way. However, all the stores are sold out, water, batteries, candles, shovels, salt, everything is being sold out. Um, and I always have a tendency to check out who's – I can always tell who's sponsoring the weather by the commercials that play. Um, all of a sudden there's, you know, a, a couple of um, heavy hitters in the corporate world they're doing commercials on and shovels and, you know, gloves and whatever whatever stuff like that. So I feel more like um, not that we should be less concerned. I just feel like it is an overboard type of mentality that's going on, especially since people are buying more of things that don't necessarily make sense overall. Nobody's really buying out um, things that will help your immune system versus let's just stock up on 50 million things of hand sanitizer and toilet paper, but we'll leave fruits and vegetables, um, right. you know, on the shelf. That to me doesn't hmm. make sense. So I'm going to pass you the mic. What, what say you? What are you, what are your thoughts? Where are you going? Well, you know, my first um, conversations with everybody is the back and forth of beyond the government conspiracy or is the fact that there's a good portion of people that took it serious and a good portion that did. Um, I don't know, you know, as time passes, how many of those people will go to which side, of, you know, which house, you know, if that'll change, but being split pretty much or conflicted about it, my first thoughts was, you know, this is uh, something that we need to take serious. Um, you know, I mean, 
you could look at it uh, in a multitude of ways and, you know, about the conspiracy, about the money, about uh, government, about the election, uh, so many different things about purging the country. Um, you know, as people say, you know, since the beginning of time, war and um, diseases were the things that, you know, eliminated some of the population. So for me, just to sit here and look at it, you know, being very health conscious as I am, you know, I took it very serious. Um, I just, you know, for me to, to sit there and just look at a conspiracy and, and everything, a lot of times what we focus on is what we are kind of wired to focus on. For me, of course, you know, because mm-hmm. like I said, I'm very health conscious. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm a germaphobe, but I, I, take my, I take my health serious because without health, and being, you know, healthy, of course, and alive, you, there's nothing left. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, I took that very serious. And, I, you know, I didn't think too much about the conspiracy. I always felt like there's certain things. There's always propaganda and there's always things going on. Uh, and there's always agendas. Everybody always believes that. I don't, you know, even being a, like a sports fan and, and seeing some of these NBA players come up with it, and the NBA moving so fast, one of the biggest corporations and businesses out there. Um, and mm-hmm. then the NFL doesn't move so fast. I thought that was kind of interesting because, you know, do we really know if those guys have it? I mean, we're, mm-hmm. people are such followers and fans. If someone makes an announcement, for example, um, somebody that's big in the, in the public eye, like a Brad Pitt, I think uh, Idris Elba said he had it. Um, he, he tested positive. There's a lot of people who are going to follow that suit, you know, and they're going to take it a little bit more mm-hmm. serious because that's what people do, and they put which to me is interesting. It's yeah, insane I, I that you'll that. take it more serious because Idris um, Idris Elba says he has it. He tested right. positive for it. Now all of a sudden, oh my God, he said it. So, and I've had people right. literally say that because he said it. Yeah. Uh, it must be that serious. So we got to get. Yeah. And I'm like, here, not no, you know, saying anything against him, and and hopefully all is well with his with his health, and he's able to take care of it. But yeah, no doubt. He is a paid actor. You'll take his word, mm, right, over some things. You know, uh, you'll yeah. take his yeah. word over over someone else who's not a paid actor. That's not his profession mm-hmm. to convince people of anything. You understand what I'm saying? So I I just feel like we operate in this place of when we make it sound so much more serious. A couple of weeks ago, they were talking about corona. They were, they were saying it's coming over. People were not being mm-hmm. as, um, as cautious. We didn't think we had to be as cautious. We knew it was coming. We weren't thinking that we were going to be heavily impacted, um, as heavily impacted right. by it, because you know, uh, you know, a couple of years ago we've had Ebola, we've had um, SARS, we've had swine mm-hmm. flu, we had we've had all of these things, right? Um, and they've come they've come over, um, right. but with this particular virus they were talking and it wasn't as it wasn't being talked about as seriously, right? It wasn't being right. everybody wasn't really taking it as serious a couple of weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago even. Um but soon mm-hmm. as they started to do shutdowns of things, for example, kids 
had to be shut down. Oh, we're going to shut it down for two weeks. We're going to shut it down for the remainder of the school year. Oh, the the NBA, they're shutting it down. They're not going to do <laughs> they're not going to do basketball. Now, to be honest with you, that actually makes sense. They're in a position. Their job entails being up close and personal on people. That makes sense. For they travel to play. So a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. They're up close yeah, they on each other. So. But, but don't you find it interesting? Mm. Don't you find it interesting? What I found interest, interesting is they made a move fast, and they're actually in season. These guys are playing ball, practicing, doing things all year round. But it was the NBA was the first ones to make a move because they're playing. Maybe because they are playing right now, they're in season. But everybody else, like baseball, they're practicing. Football is doing a lot of things. They're around each other. These other corporations and businesses that didn't make a move. The other thing that I found interesting, the first two players on the same team were their two best players to get tested positive. Their two best players. Isn't that kind of – I'm like, what? It wasn't somebody, you know, one of the guys on the bench or the coach. It was their two best players. I mean, if anybody knows basketball, they know – yeah, that's kind of weird. Like Utah Jazz, like because you, like we were just saying, a lot of people, their veneration for stars, celebrities, athletes, or whatever is high. However, right. who's got the most? The stars of the team, the best two players, were the one that tested positive. So well, it was really interesting. Even from a and financial who's... perspective, take the financial aspect out of it, right? It's the influence mm-hmm. that would make more sense. Um, yeah. Because obviously the players are the face of the team you know, mm-hmm. um, of the league, it's the players. They're, they're the ones who get people to come out. They're the ones who get people to pay their money to see them. It's the players. So, again, it, right. would, make, it, it would make sense. Now, if I'm going to look at it from that perspective, it would make sense for them to say, okay, you're, you're in a, a profession that requires you to travel all the time, You're coming in contact with people all the time, and it's literally in your job description where you're going to be coming direct contact with other people for a couple of hours. You understand? That to Mm -hmm. me would make more would would make sense. Shutting school down actually, technically, would make sense in the grand scheme of that. However, I feel like the speed at which it started to spread. And especially being a non-airborne virus, I think that is interesting. For it not to be a, it's not an airborne virus. Well, So yeah. for it to spread well, as quickly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm just saying because there's a lot of people that, you know, that love me and respect me out there, you know, mm-hmm. billions of people uh, that love Santiago oh, okay. and love me. So I'm going to tell you how I felt right, up, right off the rip. I was... I was, I was, I took it very serious. I mean, I took it so serious. I, I was, I was, I went and got a hazmat suit uh, mm. everywhere I was going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still had to continue to appreciate certain mm. women. I was wearing gloves. I was wearing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. some some armored uniforms and everything. <laughs> still trying to appreciate myself. So, um, so people out there, <laughs> so people out there, yeah, t- I take it serious. If you, if you. Trust and believe in what I say, as I know a lot of people out there in the world, they care about me, they love me, thank you, I love y'all too. And I took it very serious. I I take it very Mm -hmm. serious, but like I said, I'm I'm not going to say I'm an anomaly, 
maybe I am to some degree because I am, you know, very serious about my health. However, mm-hmm. like I said, it doesn't really matter what else is going on and who's doing what, who's making this money. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. if we're not here to survive, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So we need to, you know, it's just, it's kind of, I, I draw a parallel to, you know, there's always a split when there's a, like you mentioned earlier, um, natural disasters, like a hurricane. Some people will mm-hmm. stay with their home and some people are going to leave. But a lot of times well, it's sure. what it's people value sometimes. It's not the value. Sometimes it's, it's, it's no choice. Yeah. If I'm a, of a well, lower I mean, some income, don't. you think I got money to up and just pack up and, and roll out? Probably Well, not. that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. But there's some people that can go, that don't go, and there's people, you know, I mean, people that just like, man, you know, they've really put their health and their life uh, on that pedestal, really, on that, that, that list of importance, I'm like, I don't care about my house. I don't care about these material things. I need to get uh, out of here just in case. So mm, I need to get out of here just in case. Although, if you're, if you're poor, for example, you're safer in your home than on, suffering it on the outside. Um, well, that's if you're go. poor and you have a home. Right. Well, that's true. What if you don't? So if you're poor without you a home, what well, you were just going, you were going to be a part of that. You were, if you, if for example, you are a person who who is homeless, and you're outside right. and you're roughing it, it don't matter where they tell mm-hmm. you to go, unless they're going to put you on a bus. It ain't no where can you go unless you're going to hear the news. If you're if you're able to hear the news, you hear the news and then you commit a crime so you can be rehoused. You know. Right. Well, a lot of those people go into shelters that are probably a little bit safer than some homes. So, you know, the people that are are really kind of stubborn and caught out there is the ones that stay home, their homes, which are not suited or prepared for any kind of real, you know, real damage. And they don't want to, you know, pay the ultimate price. The ultimate price is the fact that I, I don't have the means to get myself out of here. So I had no choice but to stay put. If I had the means, I would have, I would have, you know, took a private jet somewhere way before they started mentioning it. About, well, I don't know, you know about that. If you have a home, if you have a home, and um, you know, people out there may not like what I say or whatever, feel that that is true all the time. But if you at least got a house and a home, you should be able to take a bus or a train somewhere. Everybody can't. That we 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 cannot assume. That everybody okay, can afford right. even that. Even you're, that. You're right. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm just saying, we're not talking about. A, like I said, the homeless person probably would. They would probably I'm put them in a shelter that was probably a little bit. What about yeah. a person who's living paycheck to paycheck? Just so happened you told me to evacuate right after I paid my rent. Right after I just gave all my all money right. to the landlord, all my money to the car note, all my money to the car insurance. And then you talk about evacuate? Yeah, I'm going to evacuate up into my bedroom and pray over myself. Like, I don't have no means <laughs> to do this. You understand what right, I'm saying? All right, all right. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the virus, right? I got to talk. This is not about hurricanes. So, yeah, I'm you're right. <laughs> we have to. All I'm saying is, all, all you're saying, saying is, take, mm. take it serious. That's what I'm saying. Those out there mm. that do, like I said, listen to, you know, my expert knowledge, my cerebralness, uh, my super brain, and I'm telling you, take it serious. Um, and if you decide to go out, get those gloves, get 
you know, put your mm. mask on, put your helmet on, you know, put your mm. John Wick suit on that's bulletproof, mm. uh, whatever you mm. need to do, put your boots on, you know, extra mm. clothing or whatever, you know, don't touch right. those people out there uh, mm. unless you have to, you know, make sure you wash your hands and, you know, wash You're your, you know, hey. Hands. You're going to get caught. I, I didn't go anywhere. You're going to walk been, around I, with I, the hazmat and infect the hazmat. I've been in self-quarantine from the beginning. I've been in self-quarantine from the beginning. I'm actually, I'm actually sitting in my tub. I've been in my, in my bathroom <laughs> in my tub. Like I just, I'm making right. sure it's, it's almost like a nuclear war to me. I wish I had a nuclear mm. shelter. I would go into it and stay there, you yeah. know? So with my, with my canned goods and food, you know, nah, I'm not <laughs> playing with this thing. And plenty of toilet paper. Listen. <laughs> I, yeah, plenty of it, right. <laughs> right. That's what they're doing. And paper towels. And paper towels. People are stocking up, like, unbelievably. Um, yeah. Here's one of the other things, the other points I wanted to read. Um, somebody mentioned Doomsday Prepper. And what's interesting most about that is I've watched, I you know, for a couple of years, I've watched a couple of YouTubers who spent a lot of time buying a lot of things in bulk, buying a lot of water, buying a lot of batteries, buying a lot of medicine, um, you know, candles. Uh, they're doing everything. They've been doing this over the course of years. They've been preparing for such a thing as what's happening right now, an epidemic. Um, they've been pl- planning it. I feel like a lot of times we've spent calling these people crazy calling them insane, calling them, oh, you know, they do too much, while the whole time they are the ones who got it right, if they've got it right. They will be mm-hmm. the most prepared individual um, for such a time as, as, as now. And, you know, so I, I feel my stance on this is not that we shouldn't take precautions. I just feel like because fear is such a huge um it's a huge, it's a profitable profitable business. You provoke fear, people will go out, they'll clean the shelves, it'll stimulate the economy a little bit. We're all good, right? But I feel like if we were all smart, if we took something away from this virus, from what's going on, the best thing to take away would be that we should always be prepared. We should never wait until there is an imminent situation hovering over us. We should always be taking care of our immune system. We should always be prepping and preparing our bodies for things such as this. It should never take for you to be under a, an immediate threat of catching a virus mm-hmm. that could potentially cost you your life, and that that is when you want to start saving yourself. You should always be saving yourself. You should always be looking for the option and opportunity to take care of yourself. You should always have, um, you know, I, I, I am a person who, and especially years ago I used to be very, very much so into this because of the life that I, I, I've lived growing up, right? Um, I used to mm-hmm. buy so much stuff in bulk in general. So every time I got paid, I would budget out a budget to buy myself Um what what I call sundries at the time. It's like buy myself, mm-hmm. you know, things that are necessary, you know, such as toilet paper and toothpaste and deodorant and soap and things like that. I used to buy so much uh, in advance, like I would have it all the time mm-hmm. because my fear at the time was living in, in a lack 
I never want it to be without it. So I feel like having that mindset is not necessarily a bad mindset to have. So that way, when they are talking about quarantine, you're not rushing out to the store getting into fights. Because have you seen any of the, the videos, Santiago? Seen some bizarre yeah. videos of people getting into fights over toilet paper. And then you look at their shopping cart, and they got like 30 rolls of toilet paper, 12 packs in the cart. What yeah. What's that about? What is it? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Um, well, people always bought. People always bought in bulk like that because they save money, not because of their doomsday no. thinkers. I, yeah, I know a lot of people that just buy that. You buy, you mm-hmm. buy it in bulk; it's cheaper. So you know, and you save money, especially with these big uh, box stores now. Everything is bought in bulk, and it, it saves you a lot of money. And, well, uh, you can't be and then a lot of times buying thirty rolls during the middle of a, a coronavirus crisis. Come on, man. I, I don't. I, yeah, but I don't. I think there's a good portion of people that probably wouldn't need that. But yeah. Um, but I, I got an interesting comment, uh, Tom from. Uh, where is he from here? Oh, sorry, uh, Tom is from uh, New York, and he says he believes it's a it's a, a government conspiracy. Everything that happens big. Is created by man. Man is diabolical. War and disease, from the beginning of time, has always been has always been controlled by man. That has been conspiracies. Only thing that that we don't control is Mother Nature, and she she eventually makes everyone pay. Mm. I think that's true. I think to a great degree that man has played a part. And what's going on and things that viruses and things like that that I've never heard of. Um, well, if you're purging the world with war mm-hmm. and disease, it always appears that to some some degree, definitely war man has control of and disease as well because mm-hmm. a lot of times these are things that maybe could have been prevented by like you you know like we were discussing you know general. You know, general uh, being clean, uh, cleansiness, and and those type of things. But also, some of the things that are created uh, or came from was, you know, experiments and and things on animals that eventually got out and affected man as well. So, to some degree, um, what's his name? Tom. Tom is 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 right because we have somewhat to. I don't know too much about the disease thing because I don't know if we can control all of that, but war and disease, which, like I said earlier, is the two things that always purge the country or the world of people, we to some degree had control. We don't have control of Mother Nature and those things that happen as far as tsunamis and hurricanes and stuff like that or snowstorms or whatever. But, you know, those two things, which, you know, like I said, is it's always been uh, the two main things that, you know, wiped out millions, thousands, and millions of people. Well, here's where the, the a bigger issue comes into play as well, because like everybody has been saying, hey, all of these people are, are buying out supplies, right? They're buying out everything. So now it kind of forces you to need to go out and, and buy because everybody is overbuying. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I didn't personally feel like I yeah. had to rush out and go buy all of this stuff. And so I saw that they, people are going in. You know, I went into Walmart and two right. different Walmarts, and the stores look, mm-hmm. the shelves are like 
virtually empty in like the food section, um, in in like the the toiletry sections, and, and you know, so it looks like literally disaster area, right? Disaster area. So what's interesting about that is that now it forces your hands to have to go in and and find a way to buy because you know who wants to be the person? I heard someone say, who wants to be the person with your last roll of toilet paper? <laughs> nowhere to get any. Like, who wants to do that? Right. Who wants to be that that person? You understand what I'm saying? So now other people... Uh, are you so could be all right. You have, you have all the things you can use. You can use your shirt and wash it. You can use... Leaves. Oh, my God. No, you, thank you. Now, there we go. We talked about man-made diseases. <laughs> and you'll be in a house of white with your man-made Go outside. Go, no, well, I mean, if, you, if you're worried about toilet paper, just go outside. Uh, go in the woods, you know, take it back to nature, take your dump in the woods, and get the hose, and, and, and hose your butt off. Like, really? Like, people are so soft. They're so weak. You got to live You gotta live like a Spartan. We're Spartans out here. We can make it. Uh, first of all, they probably were, Spartans were probably one of the, man, the creators of man-made disease, and that's how they were living. Oh, okay. I, I don't have no interest in that. Yeah, don't talk first about of my all, people. where are you going to go Long enough to follow you into the wilderness. Like what, are we, Santiago? What are we talking about? Yeah, go on. I mean, well, I mean, if you live in a city, just go in the alleyway and and, and dump mm. on the, on a building or something, you know, and just and, and grab the hose or bring a a bottle of water with right. you and and pour it over your a butt. You know, it's all good. Mm. Yeah, right. what? Well, there's plenty of bottled water out there. So. And then you just walk around with a big old wet stain on the back of your pants. Who got time for that? <laughs> We're not yeah, making well, sense. You know. and, yeah. and when you go into the supermarket, the the uh, the if food is all gone. I'm sure there's you know uh, food, you know dog food and cat food. Just you you know survive, man. I mean, there's people in different countries surviving off eating insects. No, and, and I watched the video that also made mention the coronavirus. They they were ninety nine ninety percent sure that the coronavirus came from bats, right? And they stated that a certain um, thing of, they they were they were the virus came from bats. That's what I I heard. A whole new video based on this, and the scientists said that they were ninety percent sure that it came from bats. Okay, um, and right. then they had a few individuals, you know, in a certain subset group who were eating the bat, and then passing it that it, it was passed that way. Eating um, bats. You said mm-hmm. bats, like baseball bats, like yeah, like little tiny vampire bats, fruit bats, oh. you know, bats. Oh, bats, bats. <laughs> those bats. I always say, I always say, um, women eat bats okay. every day. I say like, bats, bats. I mean, every no. every guy doesn't have a bat, but women eat bats every day. So I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, yeah. uh, well, then that means all guys would need to be quarantined, if that's the case. If, if it's you guys that, that are doing uh, quarantine hey, all the all the stuff. Hey, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't play with my health. I, I had to shut down my, uh, my, my, my rounds of propitiation because I'm not playing with my health. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not doing that, so you know, um, you know, the few times that I do have to propitiate myself, I went in there with that, you know, with the mm. wetsuit and made sure I was good. 
So I'm good. Well, yeah, I have I'm, a couple of comments. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a couple of comments. Someone said that we yeah. do, we can control the weather. They they mentioned global warming. Um, right. I think there are, there are a lot of things that man has been contributing to the downfall of <laughs> where we are right now. Um, I can definitely say that. But I think to a greater degree that you were more referring to we can't control tsunamis and earthquakes and things like that, which that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, and it would require right. Beloved to be available, okay? Um, because I personally think that there are some things that are <laughs> – there are some things that are being done. Um, I feel like I'm going to give him a quick call because we want to add him on the conversation. Mm-hmm. We have some glitches. Some things are going on. Um, the powers that be, I don't think, like this conversation. They don't like necessarily this, this topic of choice tonight. All right. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of, uh, when you bring up uh, certain things, touchy subjects to certain people, they, uh, especially mm-hmm. the government, there might be some, uh, you know, some things that uh, prevent or slow down the actual, you know, information or, you know, they pick and choose individuals that can release information based on what their agenda is or or how they feel about it. So, um, but it's something that everybody's talking about. Everybody's concerned. Everybody's out there listening. Um, I question and ask people, you know, people in the healthcare industry and, uh, you know, I get some good information, so I think to some degree there's, you know, it's uh, just cause to be uh, fearful, to be alert, to be, you know, take precautions. Um, you know, you rather be, you rather, you know, rather do these things and be sorry, and then to be sorry for it later and say, you know, I could have just took it a little bit more serious and maybe this and this one to happen or whatever. So, you know, at the end of the day, we don't, we don't have control of those uh, things that sometimes the government or people in power are going to do. We almost got to just kind of roll with it and just, you know, make the best decision or what we think is the best decision for ourselves. So, you know, and, uh, And that's uh, how we go forward, I me, mean, you know. So, you know, there's um, a lot of different opinions about what's going on. And uh, we um, we uh, are trying to figure out um, what suits us best. But everybody out there, definitely be, be careful. Uh, be cognizant. Be aware. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Make sure that you, you know, you don't do anything risky. Um, be, uh, you know, focused on, you know, those around you and, and, and uh, you know, limiting, you know, uh, the exposure, you know, being around less people is, is definitely a very, very good idea if you have to go out at all. You know, just, you know, give it, you know, give it time. You know, don't get antsy and feel like you have to be out there. Just give it time. I know some people are not working. Some people, you know, are 
you know, have to work. Some people, you know, are really in a bad position because they can't work. However, you know, at the end of the day, really all that stuff does not matter. We're not here. So we have to always be smart about this. You know, so, and feel that's, you know, when they start thinking in that direction that there's something up and there's some people with an agenda or trying to, you know, get money from it, you know, they, um, they don't really take it serious. They just like, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, that we should never, you know, put money, money that shouldn't trump everything that we, we do, you know, or the material stuff. Mm-hmm. We ha- we have to make sure that, you know, like I said, for me, it's easier for me to say, cause I lived by this my whole life is to be put health first. Um, you know, some things that I've gone through and I've been around and, it, you know, makes me feel that way. Um, you know, maybe if I was 20 or 30 years old, I wouldn't feel that way, but, and I take it for granted or, you know, but now. nah. Huh? You, you kind of have to. You have to be that way. Now when we put, yeah. we put our health first, especially the older you get, because you are, it makes you, when you don't put your health first, it makes you more susceptible to things occurring or things happening to you or you being, you know, first in line to catch a coronavirus, for example. Um, mm-hmm. I want to, we have the great beloved on the line. Hello. Hello. Hey. We knew it was such a process that we wouldn't be able to resist. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Nice. I was I was walking in one of those stores and one of Santiago's heard or one of his women tried to propitiate me and I had to, I had to run away. Yeah, I had to run. I had to run for the Whoa. I had to run for the <laughs> <laughs> She's on me, bro. I had, to, I had to get up out of here. I said, what the devil? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Santiago, can you, y'all are really touching on some on some very highlight points. Um, Santiago, I'm even surprised at Santiago because, you know, when he started delving into, like, he started going down my corridor, and I'm like, yo, what, he sounds like he's got a little bit of, you know, my um, intellect going on there with this because oh, the first oh, thing that he okay. said, well, while well, I'm talking about I especially like when you, because, well, well, you obviously do, but the thing is is that when you started going in my direction, I was surprised because I'm not used to that. Like you actually uh, went to a place where you said, wait, you know, these guys, they're telling you that these guys have it, but what is to say that they have? Like you're hearing names like Andrew Selva. We're hearing names like Tom Hanks. Santiago, now I'm a, I'm a man of logic, this place. Mm. Okay? So why Idris Elba? Of everybody that you can name and pick and choose, why Idris Elba? Why not some random right. actor who's not as big as Idris Elba? Why Tom Hanks? Exactly. Tom Hanks has been in movies that actually cause conspiracy theories. Uh, he was in The Da Vinci Code. You know, why him? He just played Mr. Rogers. He was one of the highest paid actors in house. Why him? So why this particular two people that's out there? I'm not much into sports. I don't know what they're talking about, but he does. Why those two guys in the in the sports arena? Why them? Of mm-hmm. all the people. Right. And the reason is is because these are paid actors that are sold to us by mainstream media, put in place specifically to lead astray people because people always need a leader. So now they have leaders being manufactured for them. This has always been the case. 
a very select few group of people caused this kind of panic, pandemic, riots, mayhem, catastrophes. Why are they granted this power? Well, simply we right. can correspondence with what you and Santiago are saying, they're granted this power simply because we hand it to them, because uh, they have uh, seen it, people have seen it on television, on the mainstream media, uh, their favorite and most trusted celebrities, uh, quote-unquote Oprah. They're encouraged now. So now they're somehow in the game, and now it's game on, baby. You know? And that's that's what I feel about this. That's that just it is what it is. Anybody with common sense knows that this here kind of thing is... Uh, you know, it comes around only so often, and usually it's for a purpose. And the purpose is never ours. It's never in our benefit. It's always something that wants to um, align us with some agenda, you know. Uh, it wants to diffuse something in us. Because now not too many people are paying attention to the election now. They're, they're too busy worried about coronavirus. So what is the undercover sucker punch that we're going to be hit with within this? Is it the economic threshold? What is it? What's going to happen? I'll tell you whatever it is, Ms. Blaise Santiago, whatever it is, it's going to be so astronomical because we, not us, not me, you, and Santiago, not us, but we as a collective people, the majority, I would say and very scary, possibly 80% of us, don't have a clue, are so anesthetized and dumbed down to where it doesn't even matter. This thing is going to happen. It just doesn't matter anymore. Because we're too right. uh, something as simple as our emotions and how we feel about a celebrity. It is the craziest thing. This existence is the craziest reality that we could ever be living in. It's retarded. And, and yeah. I wanted to add that. I, want, I, I just felt it necessary to add that. Um, it is what it is. Well, yeah, I looked at it. Really uh, to what you're mm-hmm. saying, really quickly, um, I feel like you're right in that a lot of us, a lot of us, are walking around um, following the fear, following it so much so that we are allowing ourselves to one go and be led right into the extremes that they want to lead us in. Um, hence the reason the ti- the topic of the show's title. Uh, yeah. A lot of times we are allowing ourselves to be led down these um, rabbit holes, if you will. We're we're going freely, willingly. I think we are all individually very highly intelligent. We're intuitive. We can think on our own. Things make sense to us when it's broken down on an individual level. However, when we all get together as a collective, I think that is when things become the most chaotic because as a collective, it's like we're constantly needing people to tell us what to, what to do. We're constantly looking for that thing um, that tells us what to do. And then inadvertently the people who are less aware, less awake, they are, they are provoking the people who are awake to have to respond in kind because, like I said, if everybody's out here going and stacking up on toilet paper and the people who are like, you know what, I don't believe I'm, I'm going to have to worry so much about, about this. I'm, I'm healthy. If I, if I actually sit and read what they're saying the coronavirus is, what it does, who it's affecting, the symptoms, the signs, all of that, then I'm, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. 
But then you turn around and you get people who aren't reading. They're only hearing it's, a, it's an epidemic. They're only hearing that you better go stock up. You're not going to have. We're setting things down. Then they go out and they oversupply themselves. And then it now, by force, the people who are more awake and more conscious and more aware, they now have to go out and go and buy things and buy things up to, to add to the ridiculousness, predominantly because if you don't, you're, you're going to literally be in a situation where you don't have something because they overbought, you know, 40 and 50, 12-pack, 24-pack of toilet paper and antiseptic wipes and, you know, everything else that you might mess, you might need. You understand what I'm saying? So right. I saw a lady's shopping cart that was filled. She bought 30 gallons of milk. I don't know where in the world she's going to, where she's going to. And so the joke was, ma'am, you do know you're going to have to drink all of that milk before March the 28th. There you go. <laughs> you still got the there virus go. going on, so. But, you know, I was going to say one of the things that's funny as I matured and changed and grew and thought about things differently, as money was not my main motivation, I looked at everything else as that being everyone else's motivation. So when they make these moves like the NBA uh, or they got the NBA to do whatever, um, that's, you know, guys that are all the owners of teams are billionaires. And then you got, like you were, you know, we would just agree pretty much is that you get kind of the face country to some degree or people that are very prominent in the country or very respected for whatever they do is the first people that you say that come out and speak and they say they have it. Um, those two players. And then recently one of the biggest players in the NBA uh, was, was actually, uh, they said is positive also is uh, Kevin Durant. So those out there that know the NBA or know basketball, you know, other than probably LeBron James, the next biggest guy is Kevin Durant and he's in New York. So for people to turn around and just, you know, say that this doesn't look kind of, you know, you know, kind of like there's something going on, you know, it's, you're, you're really kind of not, you know, not really paying attention to how people do things. But, you know, to know exactly what's going on and what's their agenda or whatever, I don't know. But, you know, even talking about people going out there well, shopping and buying everything. The, mm-hmm. the agenda is clear when you look at it from that perspective. If I'm going to use high-profile people who are big influencers, it's all about influence, right? If nobody is taking it serious, if nobody is going out here doing what we originally wanted them to do by going out and buying stuff in bulk when we first bring up coronavirus, right, nobody's really taking heed, not as seriously as they are now, right? So then we have to take drastic measures to put fear because, again, fear is a profitable business. If I can make you afraid of being without and lacking something, then guess what? I can get you, I can force you over to stores to go and buy in bulk. Now, in doing that, and let's get here, you have a couple people. You're going to have the people who are definitely afraid of being without, and hence you have somebody going and buying 30 gallons of milk. And, you know, another family buying, you know, 12 and 14 packs of toilet paper. Like, the fear is you're going to be without it, right? So now, if we put it into a little bit of having it, right? Now, they're big major influencers. So now you have the youth who are heavily into basketball. What do we do? Oh, my God, we got to take it serious. They got it? You know, they're millionaires, right? Nobody is, uh, for some reason, we believe that millionaires are untouchable. They can't be reached. 
not even by a virus. So now you have them. They got it. So now, oh, my God, we need to take it serious. Let's sh- they, they shut down the NBA. That's a mega-million-dollar corporation. They're shutting them down? You understand what I'm saying? So now we might want to take it serious. Okay, let's, let's shut the schools down. That's where the parents of, of children are going to be now. Now they're going to pay attention when their kids are home all day for two weeks, three weeks, a month, right? You'll pay more attention now because your kids are home. You have no choice but to pay attention because now it's going to affect your money. Oh, we're going to shut corporations down. Why, why would a company have to shut down versus a fast food joint? Fast food joints can stay. As long as they don't open up, you know, as long as the drive through is open or as long as they don't open up and still go and buy you some, you know, McDonald's or Checkers or whatever it is you have in your, you know, in your seat, in your city. People don't understand one thing. Let me just get this out. Just about all of your stars are bought and paid for as a collective. Anybody that doesn't know that, you just go back and just start kindergarten all over again, okay? Just like go ahead and just uh, whitewash your brain and just start over again because it has to be that way. That is how this system is able to thrive. This system that I'm talking about is the system that we're in, which is a manufactured kind of system. This is a simulated universe that we kind of live in, this thing here, because things don't have to be this way. It's because we're born into this, and we think this is the way things are. We think that God is a certain way. It just has to be. We think politics is just a certain way. We think, we think what we're taught and brought into so when you think about it, we're talking about Holly Weird, talking about NBA, politicians, actors, radio personalities, and the like, et cetera, et cetera. Why in the hell would you think or entertain the thought of allowing them, any one of them, to be a voice for you to be able to mislead you in any way? You don't know these people personally. You don't know them personally. And they, they're obviously not going to have your best interests as opposed to their own interests. Does that make sense much? Basically, what Ms. Blaze said, I don't agree with. She said basically people, us as people as a collective, are intuitive and intellectual beings collectively. I don't think so. No, I think when individually. You know, individually. Individually? Collectively. And collectively, we get dumb. Individually, I think people are... Even that, I don't, even that I don't agree with. I uh, believe that's that there are But uh, a lot of us are smart individually. Is when it's a, when it's all grouped together that it becomes just ridiculous. In order to have a, a, a certain intellectual prowess, the faculties of reasoning and understanding things objectively have to be in place. Okay, especially when it regards to, uh, matters at hand, uh, such as what we're dealing with now. You know, the things that uh, persist within the abstract world, which is what this kind of is. We don't know anything about this coronavirus other than what's being handed to us. We don't know anything other than what they tell us. We haven't had a bird's eye view of this thing. We haven't been able to study it ourselves. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What? No, you're correct. You're correct that we we haven't been able to study it. However, because it is being said to us in the manner in which it is being said, um, they're not going to leave room for you to do no studying of yourself. They're going. The the death toll is raising. Um, considerably high. Really quick, I, I want to read this comment because I think it's important. They're saying that they don't think the fear fear is about consumerism this time. 
They think it's basically uh, because of what happened in Italy. 250 people died in one day. U.S. healthcare could never manage an average like that. Coronavirus has a death rate of 4.1% in just two months, while influenza has a consistent death rate of 0.1%. Our medical system could collapse if we're... Um, I need you, if you're going to comment or reply to that, let it be brief. Tonight we're not going to do a full 10 o'clock um, because there are so many different glitches, guys, on our end. But I thank everybody who is listening, commenting, tuning in, and reacting to our show. I appreciate all of you. So, if fellas, if any one of you yes. would like to touch that really quickly before we wrap it up. Santiago? Oh, no, go ahead. All right. Well, basically, the truth is is that um, I was going to take it just from another angle. Um, earlier, it was stated about uh, Big Santiago said something about it was uh, uh, what was it that the, the only thing that's not controlled, I think, is Mother Nature, and they, they've even found a way to control that. My thing is that people have better get on the collective bandwagon in understanding and reasoning as far as really utilizing intellectual recourse, Um, which is basically uh, that's going to be something that is going to be fundamental um, as things prolong. Um, They've been controlling things that we're going to have to get better educated first. We're going to have to throw away what we thought was real, but we're going to have to get educated. We're going to have to start doing better research. I mean, authentic research, something that's very tangible within the, all this logical prospects so that you can understand how the system even works to know how it will work against you and why. Because if you just believe everything that's handed to you, thinking that the mainstream media are not able to do things to you, you're going to be very, very sorry at what the outcome will belie. They've been controlling the weather since the 1940s. Has anybody ever heard of the, what, the hyperactive aurora research program? I'm sure a lot of people haven't because they haven't done the proper research to go figure these things out. But they still don't understand that these things, they don't just make this up. These stuff aren't just made out of, these aren't conspiracy theories. These things are real. These things happen within the real world. Do you think that we just have strange weather just because, just because? I mean, it happens right. all the time. A lot of times weather is used to control us, you know, control people. I don't want to go deep down that rabbit hole. A lot of people won't even understand this anywhere if I did. Um, we can set a lot of misinformation throughout uh, our years just being alive, throughout history, mm-hmm. pretty much less our years being alive. So we need to kind of reinvent ourselves and reinvent our way of thinking so that we can eventually become a collective that can combat this thing. A lot of people don't even know that this thing called race was manufactured for political purposes. They don't know that. And I, you know, I don't like to call people stupid, but people are different levels of understanding. And some people are, I'm sorry, some people are at the idiot stage. It just is It right. just is the case. I'm not trying to be a certain way, but that's just some people are at an idiot level of understanding. And they have to be, mm. it's not that they can't graduate to a, a newer level. But uh, it, it, those kind of people are hard to reach. I want to reach people that at least are reasonable enough to say, well, you know, uh, I don't agree with what he's saying, but somehow I want to be able to understand better what he's saying. So let me look into it. 
those people that at least that are willing to go ahead and look into it, those are the people that, you know, I believe that there are a lot of hope because you're at least willing to go ahead and, and reason that part of it out, that it just might be something. Because obviously what mm-hmm. we're living in is not something that's sensible. It doesn't make sense. Anyways. Well, in that regard, I do I, – I agree. Um, however, because we're also at the end of the show, I can't even dig as deep as I'd like to. And because of the nature of that that topic of conversation, we can go so deep. We can literally go so so deep down that rabbit hole. Um, right. I guess we'll have to save it for another another day. First, I want to thank everybody for listening, for commenting, for tuning in. I apologize for everybody who stated that they're trying to call in. Unfortunately, the way the system is set up right now, um, it's a bit glitchy. So I'm just going to say yeah. from this point that I appreciate you all. I always appreciate getting your comments and your feedback. Um, tonight has been a real one. <laughs> so many interesting mm-hmm. things happened um, on the back end of this that you guys won't even know about. Um, but in the meantime, if you haven't already, hit the follow button so you can be notified of any upcoming episodes. We will be back on Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with another. Um, I'm going to pass the mic to you, Santiago. Please say your good evening. Yes, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, once again, great topic. Thanks, uh, beloved, for coming in and, you know, imparting some great knowledge and wisdom with us. And uh, peace. Yes. And I'm also going to pass the mic to you, beloved. Please say your good evening. I just want to say thank you all for having me. Um, thank everybody that did listen to us tonight for listening. And uh, that's it. All right. I'm going to ask that you play us out, brother, and we'll be back on on Thursday. All right. <laughs> Thank you.